Hey guys, it's your girl Chris. And I am Jesse J. And welcome to our podcast. Today's topic is going to be marriage. So Jesse J, tell me, how do you feel about marriage? I feel like marriage is a beautiful thing. Mm. Uh, disclaimer, I am not married. Um, I do hope to be married one day to the right person, of course. Um... But I feel like a lot of people have um, looked at marriage as if it's like a business transaction, almost. And the love and the um, chemistry and passion that is known to come with the marriage is no longer, um, I guess, talked about. So... When you say a business transaction, do you feel as if when you get married to someone, they shouldn't be elevated in a sense or have good income or bring some type of resources to the table? I, I feel like each party should should bring something to the table. It should of not course. be all on one person I know the man is supposed to provide I I get that however I don't feel like the woman should just be home lazy while the man is providing I I feel like there has to be a good balance and in today's society the norm the norm is totally different than what it what it used to be so like the norm now is 50 50 or um you know we we split this we split that and I feel like old school back in the day is like okay the man provides the woman stays home she takes care of the house takes care of the kids takes care of her husband um and today's society is definitely not like that at all well I could say how I feel um truth be told I don't feel as if Marriage is something special um, because if we're together, we're doing right by each other. We have a system. We have a household. Um, Just because I have a wedding band and a wedding license, I don't need the government to tell me, okay, this is marriage. So you're against marriage? I am. I am. I'm not saying that for other people. Like, I feel like if you're going to get married, then that's a beautiful thing. If it's with the right person. Me, myself, personally, I don't see myself getting married. I just don't believe in marriage. I've So you don't believe in marriage because you don't feel like there's a right person out there or you don't believe in marriage because you feel like marriage altogether is a sham? I feel like altogether marriage is a sham. I do believe in love. However, I do believe that there is someone specifically designed for me, for me, that's going to be with me for eternity. But I don't believe... Like, okay, as soon as people start talking about marriage... As soon as someone proposes, it's like stress. It it causes so much pressure on their relationship 
trying to go through so many things, get everything perfect, the debt that you're going to just for marriage. But it doesn't have to be like that, though. It doesn't, but just how society seems, like, as a kid, even on TV, like, when you think of marriage, you think of these big churches and these great venues and and just these huge dresses and just all of these flowers and just decorations and just everything. It's, it's stressful, man. Like, dog, let's just go down to the courthouse. Let's go to the backyard. I feel like if, if people really looked at marriage for what it is, not, not the glam, not the not the, the the facade that people put on, not the the big fancy smanshi, but like if people really looked at the work that it took to be in a marriage and appreciated the work. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say trust the process. If you mm-hmm. trust the process of a marriage, I feel like it will be more appreciated. And if you're in that state of mind then I don't feel like you'll be stressing over a ten thousand dollar venue you you wouldn't care about what the venue looked like because you're not marrying the venue mm-hmm. you're not living in the venue you're living with your soulmate your significant other you're living with your your husband or wife and that's where the commitment lies that's where the hard work is being put into it not the venue not the doves not the dress not the tuxedos mm-hmm. so yes it's nice to have all of that stuff but what is all of that going to be if if you're not looking at right. what a marriage really is or what it consists of or what it takes to stay married? I think my biggest thing is when it comes down to marriage is the simple fact that, you know, growing old with someone and you being with someone for so many years and then something happens, midlife crisis, the fear of getting older and then you know, you want to see if you still got it and then you mess around and do something that you can't come back from. And here it is. I've given you all of my youth and now you want to divorce me. I'm not afraid of marriage. I'm afraid of the aftermath of marriage. Someone having even Taking all of your life. This And even besides that, even um like besides the youthful aspect of things like watching forensic files and things of that nature like people committing fraud like here it is we're supposed to be together and I have to worry about okay we're sharing everything's joint Mm -hmm. I have to worry about you messing up everything that I worked for my whole entire life because you think that it's ours and granted, it is ours, but it's like, I just, I don't want anyone to to feel like all of my hard work is is theirs to take. And then I ask about it and it's like, oh, well, you know, we're married, you know, I needed this for this. And so do you feel like if you were to get married... Prenup, prenup, prenup. So in the movie, uh, why did I get married with right. uh, Janet Jackson and right. her great husband? movie side note, yeah. When they were going through that, and she was like, "How can you take all of my hard earned money?" Do you feel like? Well, obviously, you felt like she had a right to say that. 
I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like pre-stages before marriage, even in dating, it's like I bring something to the table, you bring something to the table, almost like a potluck. I look at relationships as a potluck because it's something that I'm bringing and it's something that you're bringing and we're coexisting and, and feeding off of each other. You know, you may be very timid and I may be very flamboyant and out there. You know, and it's like a, it's a give take, it's a balance. You know, I may be a introvert and you might be an extrovert, and then that's where we could also find balance, but we could also buck heads at the same time. But that's all a part of balance, the good and the bad. Right. And I feel as if with marriage, like if this is what I'm bringing and this is what you're bringing, if things do not work out. What you brought is what you gonna leave with, and what I brought, I'm getting my takeout. I'm sorry, I'm getting some to go trays because we're not about to sit at this table. And then I done brought this food, and you done brought this food, and you finna take my food and your food. Okay, so tell me this, all right? Talk to me, say you're married, okay? Right? And like you say, you, you're the ultimate goal is to spend the rest of your life with this person. Right. All right. So say you've been married for the span of 50 years. Okay. All right. So say for the first 15 years mm-hmm. out of the 50, you were able to give 80% and your significant other was only able to give 20. All right. Say the next 15 years. You were only able to give twenty, and they were only able they were able to give eighty. Mm-hmm. And say the remaining ten years, or what is that? Twenty years. Mm-hmm. The remaining twenty years left. Y'all both were given everything you got. Okay, pause. Cause there ain't no way in here, and I say that because I hate when we're talking about marriage and relationships. We're given these ideal percentages. To me, at all times, I should be given a hundred, and you should be given a hundred. So we won't fall short of anything. But realistically, but see, my thing is okay. Let's talk about dimes, all right? Say, for instance, you're the breadwinner, right? Mm-hmm. You make the most money, mm-hmm. and I make this amount of money. If you're giving your all on your dime and I'm giving my all on the dime that I have, I don't feel like that matters. So but from a money X point, I, I see that when you're when you're when you're talking about financials. I, I can see that. But, but even it's not with emotionals. I know, even with everything though, if my thing is I'm not you and you're not me. But as long as you're giving all that you know for a fact that you can give, mm-hmm. and I'm giving all that I have that I know I can give, then it doesn't matter. Like, I may not have everything, but as long as I'm giving all that I do have, that's all that matters. Which brings me to my point. What if all that you have is 20%? 
for whatever reason, whether that be outside on your job, whether that means stress, what if that means health issues, if all that you have is only 20% and your husband takes up that 80 just so that y'all can be at 100% together. He's like, I know you're at 20. I see that you're at 20. I'm going to come up with the rest of it. We're going to be okay. And see, I'm not against that starting off, but there's no way in hell we're talking about in a 50-year span and 15 years, I'm still at 20. That means that there's something wrong with me. I should be trying to elevate and maybe, okay, this year I'm at 20, but next year I'm at 30. And then, then next year I'm at 40. Have to be 15 consecutive years. But I'm just saying in general, like, I should always, if I'm starting off at 20, I should never end at 20, regardless of what it is. I should always try to grow and be better than what I was. Because if he's at 80, God damn it, by the time we get to a good point, he's going to be at 100, and I'm going to be right behind him. There should be no reason why it's always you're stuck here and I'm stuck here. If I'm at 20 and I stay at 20, then there's a problem with me because why am I still where I started at? That should not be like that. Same thing goes for him. If he's at 80, don't get me wrong, 80 is a good percentage, but it ain't 100. It's a B, but you could have got an A. Oh, I'm just saying. And it's like, and if you're not applying yourself and pushing yourself to be better, then you won't be better. You won't have better. So it's like, when we come down to our drawing board and our table, it's like, I need to pour into you the 20% that you're missing. And you pour into me the 80% that I'm missing so we can all be at 100. Point blank period. Which is basically what I just said. Oh, well, then we, we don't want to quit. But you were basically saying how, I mean, financially in that aspect, ain't no way. Like, what I came here with is what I'm leaving with. But my but thing But there is, are times where you came in the situation not at 100%. You gave 100%, but you weren't at 100%. Mm-hmm. And he picked up where you were lacking. And so, there are times where you picked up where he was lacking. I feel like... In that sense, okay. Unless if, you just got a deadbeat like No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like, okay. Disregard. Like I said. <laughs> side note, side note. Okay. Uh, we digress. So, my thing is, if I bring this and you bring this, mm-hmm. that's our foundations. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Whatever we build... On those foundations, it's ours. But God damn it, you're not finna take the foundation. So anything we built off of, realistically, if things go bad, we could split. Because this is something we did as a collective. But anything I did before you mm-hmm. that I brought to represent myself, to say, hey, I'm established. This is what I'm bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. This is mine. Anything after that, when we're together, when we're married, when we're building up together, mm-hmm. then, yeah, we're going to split that 50-50 down the middle. But anything I brought that I worked my ass off to get before you was in this picture, just know that it's in storage, and I'm going to take it with me before I leave oh, yeah. I'm coming through with the repo. Jesus. 
because I had this before you. And I'm going to have it even after you leave. Okay. So you are definitely the prenup type of marriage. I surely damn If you do get married. Yeah, if I do get married. And my thing is, people be like, well, you know, when we're married, everything is supposed to be, it's supposed to be, you know, joint together. Mm -hmm. I'm not against that. But my thing is, people come with baggage. And... I feel as if I will help you with that baggage, Mm -hmm. but you're not about to make that baggage my baggage as well. Say, for instance, you have bad credit. That don't mean that you finna be the man of the house and ruin, fuck up both of our credits. (laughs) No, that mean that I help you get established to get better credit. Okay. You got money problems. That don't mean that you finna take my money because you got money problems investing in bad things because at the end of the day, you're messing with our our well-being. No, we're going to teach you better money management. Right. And that's why I say what I say because when people get these joint stuff, you could respect your money. And whatever you bring to the table. But the other person look at it like, oh, well, shit, it's mine. I could just do whatever with it. No hell you can't. So that's why I say what I say. Because there's so many instances where somebody takes everything you done worked hard for. And now y'all first 48. Not first 48. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. Or life insurance policies and mm. those things are, are real things that people do not talk about. And it's not because I don't love you. No, I, I love you. And that's why that's why I feel like that, that just brings me back to my original statement. If people focus on the work that it took to be married and to stay married, it, it wouldn't seem as stressful or it wouldn't be you know so many divorces because you're really talking about what a marriage takes what what it takes to stay in a marriage life insurance finances issues kids yeah yeah. you know say for instance you're getting married and neither one of you have kids well how he wants to raise his kids may be totally Different. different from how you want to raise your kids but I feel like these are conversations that we need to have before marriage. My thing is, even in the dating stages, it should even, be had. Why it should be had because I'll be damned if we wait till we get to the altar and then we try to figure this stuff out while we married. No, we already need a pre-plan to say, okay, hey, we have this understanding. When we get married, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to run our household. If you're taking care of the rent, then I'm taking care of the utilities. If, if this is this and this is that, like these so are conversations, no there are no surprises because with marriage, you cannot, you can never afford surprises. That's where things go south, and then we just assume without communicate communication. Communication is everything. You have to communicate these things before you take this leap and say, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with someone. And also, I feel like another thing with marriage is people don't understand that when you marry somebody, you're marrying 
10,000 people. And I say that because every day as human beings, we evolve, we change. I might like strawberries today and don't like strawberries tomorrow. That is true. So you have to re-fall in love with, re-get to know yep. your partner yep. every single day. It takes time and it takes effort and it takes work. You have to work on that. Heck, you could be something today and tomorrow you're not. Like you, you have to re-get to know who you married to. And that's why I say you're going to be married to 10,000 different people because hell, it's going to be the same person. But personalities changes. Right. Choices that they make. That's what I'm saying. And you have to re-get to know that if you want to be with this person. Because a lot of people, and this is such a side note, a situation had happened with my friend, right? She was in a relationship with this guy for a lot of years, and everything was going fine. You know, they had a great system of finances and you know just everything like that Mm -hmm. and something devastating happened to her she lost her dad Mm. and emotionally that took her out right because her her dad was best friends and while she was grieving he wanted to be outside not outside I say that not in the sense of like in the streets, but you know, COVID had just hit mm. and it was like, I'm already stuck in this house. And then here I am, I'm stuck in this house with someone who's grieving, who's depressed. Right. And it's like, his biggest thing is I want to be out more. I want to enjoy life because it's right. so doomy. And she wants and, to stay in. And, and she wants to yeah. stay in. And here it is. That's where they went separate ways and that's why they're no longer together because in that time of need she needed someone who was going to be by her side while she's going through something so devastating that's her losing her dad and he wanted someone who was going to take advantage of life and and be adventurous and that's where they feel that that's unfortunate that is because they were so in love. They spent five plus years together. Mm. And here it is, you know, feelings start to change and different wants and needs. And they couldn't find that common ground anymore. Mm. So, I, I, uh, I don't know. Relationships are tough, man. They're not for the week. Well, by a long shot, they're not for the, for the week at all. Another thing, um, infidelities. Ooh, 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 And my thing is, what people don't understand with marriage, and this is why I don't feel like I'll get married besides the youthful thing of aspects and the finances and everything like that. People don't understand that Marriage is a commitment to God. I'm going before the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm vowing my life to you in sickness and in health, for rich <laughs> or for poor. 
You see what I'm saying? This these are commit. God honors marriage. He says that. And it's like this is something so serious and people take it so lightly. And it's like we it's get, not as sacred as it was. No. Yeah. No. Like people just doing it just for show. Just just for show. It's lost its meaning and its value. And my thing is, how can you say so, like, how can you, like I said, how can you go before God? Granted, God already see everything you do. But how can you meet me down at this altar with this bishop or this preacher? And, and you, I, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. So, yeah, I, marriage, I don't think it's for me. And then not only that, I say marriage is for older people. Why? Because they're old and no, they like no. this? I say this because as a young person, I'm 22 years old. I would not get married at 22 because I haven't experienced everything I haven't been through everything, and I'm still learning myself day by day. I'm still learning myself. I will wait until I'm in my 30s to where I didn't have my fun. I didn't partied out. I didn't did all I need to do. And I can officially say, okay, I'm ready to settle down because I've done everything that I wanted to do as a single person. But that's you, though. Some people live their life as soon as they go to college and soon as college is over with, they're like, all right, I done seen it all, I done did it all, let's get married. Or you have some people that don't even care to be in the scene like that, and they're just like, you know what, I know what it feels like to be single, I know what it feels like to be in a relationship that's not really exclusive or not really, you know, legit. I really do just want to spend the rest of my life with one person forever. Right here, right now. Mm-mm. Everybody is different. Everybody is different. And we respect the differences. And we can agree to disagree. But and we're still. just like people that um, um, arrange marriages. They parents say, fuck if you've been to these parties. Forget if you want to go to this club on this day. <laughs> you get married yeah. tomorrow to whoever. I don't care if you're five or ten. You <laughs> you get married. That's just what it is. So you know you and then though I mean that religion, those religions that yeah. do that, they take that stuff pretty seriously. So it's like, but that is to be expected though. Because at the end of the day, I feel like when it comes down to those religions who. The people that do that, it's all about politics. They're doing it to to create unity. So, I, I, I think it's more about politics is why people do arranged marriages. Like, just like on Mulan. When he was giving his three daughters away to that, um, to the emperor's kid or whoever that guy was. Mm-hmm. Just so their countries could be Can united. Yeah. I think when we do arranged marriages, it's, it's, it's politics, man. 
and we're offering up our daughter or our son as tribute. I'm weak. Basically. <laughs> but, hey, what do I know? Because I, I, obviously I don't. Again, we are not married. Mm-mm. Obviously, only one of us desires to be married. <laughs> so, because I come through like Jasmine Sullivan, I bust the windows oh, out Jesus. your cough. Yay! I can't honestly say no. Um, I I am hopeful for marriage. However, there was a point in my life, well, maybe two points in my life, where I was kind of uh, like, for me, if you keep nah. There were two points in my life where I was kind of like discouraged almost. Not that I necessarily no longer wanted to be married mm-hmm. or desired mm-hmm. to have a husband. But, you know, obviously when our parents divorced, yeah, you know, it was like, well, dang, y'all been together since before I was born. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if y'all can't get it together, then, then right. you can't, you know. And then obviously the second one um, was in my past relationship right. you know it's kind of like you've spent 10 years with this person and you you've literally done all that you could to make this person see that they needed to change their bad habits and their bad ways but yet you still took that fault on as if it was your own right and it was like you know i i couldn't dare do something like that again and that was only 10 years of my life that i mean i couldn't even imagine 50 you know, so I don't know, but I I am remaining hopeful. You know, and um, Nana had told me one time. Actually, well, Nana and Grandma Rachel had told me this one time before. Grandma Rachel was like, um, she said she had a friend. Uh-huh. Uh, her husband kept cheating on her. Wow, and she was like lady didn't do anything she didn't retaliate you know for y'all that don't know our grandmother rachel she's she's old school you know she she uh clean for the white people can i say that mm. if not well blurred out <laughs> <laughs> my bad um she cleaned houses you know uh for a living and um you know she she's just the definition of old school and she said the lady you know didn't retaliate on her husband she didn't leave him she didn't do anything um he kept cheating he kept cheating and eventually the man died and grandma rachel told me and i remember it like it was yesterday she was like jesse when you're married you stay married she was like you don't divorce i don't care what he do you don't divorce because when he died you take all his money <laughs> and that's what that woman did that woman when he died she took everything he had and she continued to live her best life mm. and i sat there like oh, Rachel, i ain't gonna sit, no no <laughs> sit there and let no man just be cheating on me now and i'm just sitting there like everything all fine and dandy she was like for what let him cheat house taken care of you ain't got to worry about nothing. You still do what you're supposed to do. But he going to get what's coming to him. I don't know how he died, but like I said, he ended up dying and she took everything he had. And made sure it was rat poison. I'm weak. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. True story. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm not hopeful for marriage. But when it comes to me, if it comes to me, I just pray that I'm prepared. Like, 
And I say that because I'm not really a big relationship person, for those who don't know. Um, but if the right person does come along and God sees me fit to be with this person for the rest of my life, I pray that I'm who I need to be as a woman. Mm-hmm. And that I don't be the reason why I block my own blessings. Right. Like the things and the moves that I make now, I pray that it leads me into the right direction of where I will hope to go. And I pray that the decisions and actions that I make now is not what's preventing me from meeting my forever. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, that is the end goal. The end goal is to have someone who you could be with and remain with. And I would love that for myself, but I'm not just some hopeless romantic. Like, I'm I'm very realistic, and I'm very blunt. And when I see things, I say things. And it's like, you know, I just with marriage, I know that it could be a beautiful thing, and it is a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. but... It really is all about the right person. Right. That that makes the world of difference because we may think, our flesh may think, this person is the right person is the right person, and spiritually, this person ain't nothing but but hell and high water. That's true. So I pray that you know my wants matches my needs. So that it can all be aligned and I I meet someone that I not only want, but I need them as well to better me at the end of the day. To make me be the woman that I need to be for them, for my future kids, if God blesses me with kids. And just as a Christian woman, you know. Um, Yeah, yeah. I feel that true story but also I also um, I think I lost my train of thought damn that was deep cut me deep shirt Jesus yeah enough said with that one God dog put the period we closed down the whole podcast right now (laughs) no but um guys marriage is a beautiful thing with the right person um you will have ups, you will have downs. Definitely. But the love that you share with this person physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually should conquer all. Should conquer all. And having that right person makes the world of difference because you could be upset about the littlest thing and they make it go away. They don't knock the way that you're feeling. They listen to everything that you're saying. They take heed, you know, and they mold you and help you grow. And if you're with somebody right now and you feel like you can't grow or they're not giving you the tools that you need to grow, cut them loose. If you can't grow, you should go. Hey, (laughs) and we could put that on the shirt. Pre-selling now. I'm weak. If you can't grow, you got to go. But, uh, 
Yeah. In the comments, let us know how do you feel about marriage. Are you hopeful for marriage? Um, what do you look for in a marriage? And yeah, I'm your girl, Chris. And this is Jesse J. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.